This is the Iconic Wealth Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, empowering visionary female entrepreneurs from around the globe to develop their business and wealth strategies so they grow their income, make more impact and influence others along the way. Let's build your legacy and make a difference today. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This week I want to talk to you about why do you keep spinning your wheels um, and a bit stuck, why do you get stuck in your business and how do you break through, whether it's procrastination, whether it's um, lack of direction, whether it's just not sure what to do next or what activities you should be doing on a weekly basis. And so many business fail because they don't plan. Um, and I see a lot of it at this time of year when people are starting to um, talk about the next year. So um, this is coming out around October. Um, and what I see is people leaving planning too late. So there's lots of planning workshops coming up in January. Um, and they leave it too late in relation to creating your success for the beginning of the year. Because what happens is the last three months of the year actually set you up for success for next year. So I want to talk to you a little bit about planning today. Um, and I don't want to talk about it from a negative aspect in relation to lack of planning. I want you just to think about um, using this time of year as a perfection time to get ready for the new year, to get ready to make 2024 your best year ever. You see, when I... Um, when I was in real estate and um, I used to run a real estate office in London for over seven years and every time I saw the same thing happen, this time of year, people start to wrap up projects, people were starting to um, wind down, I guess, and kind of start to think about just taking holidays and having the new year. And a lot of our agents would go into hibernation, especially over the Christmas period. Um, and by that mean, I mean that they, they didn't take... Um, by the way, I don't think that means that it's not good to take time off with your family, by the way, or enjoy the festive season. I'll be off for three weeks over Christmas. But what I want you to do is plan for that so you can have your marketing, for example, working for you when you're not there. So you can enjoy the time out and the downtime potentially without clients or just time away from your business with your family. Um, it's not about that. It's just about having the strategic play process in place so you can make the most of that time off, but also hit the ground running for January. Because when I was running the sales office, we used to see so many of the businesses um, go to sleep. All our competitors went to sleep over Christmas and it was fabulous for us. They slowed down. They cancelled a lot of their marketing. They took loads of time off um, and they wasted a lot of time just chilling out, which you know, when you've got an office open, you don't want to be doing, you've got to use that time to build your marketing, build your profile, because a lot of people make decisions at this time of year, they make decisions around what they're doing next year, um, especially over the sort of December period is when a lot of people get together with family. Um, like you said, it's a time for people to slow down. But what that means is also, it's a time for them to make decisions around what they want for the year ahead. So what are they going to be doing next year differently that maybe they have haven't done this year so instead of us going to sleep what we did was we always still only had a skeleton scar staff on when we were open um, you know we didn't make people work through Christmas as much as we could we tried to shut down as much as we could but instead of going to sleep what we did was we ramped things up so we ramped up our marketing we doubled our marketing during that period of time um, we went massively in for visibility and we scheduled a lot of that where we, we could where possible 
we also got um because we were obviously in real estate at the time um we got people to um go and deliver leaflets and newsletters for us during that period because a lot of people were at home so we did a bit of marketing that was different to some other times of the year as well so that that was actually hitting their inbox it was actually turning up on their doorstep instead uh, we took stock of our properties. So one of the other things to do is start to reassess your offers. So we took stock for us who was taking stock of our property. We looked at the vendors who were maybe wasting a bit of our time. Maybe we're never going to sell. So we, we got rid of some stock and we looked at new stock. We revisited what was working and what didn't work. And we did a lot of reflection in our businesses. Um, you know, I used to run a highly successful sales team. We used to smash our sales targets every month. And everyone used to say to me, what did you do differently to the other departments? The other branches never, ever succeeded like I did in sales. And it was because I stopped and took time out to look at what was working and what wasn't working. I also played a lot of the strengths to my team. So I remember my boss having a go at me for um, providing admin support for one of my sales team. And he said, why are you doing that? And I went, because he makes 80% of our sales. He's not good at admin. So cover the admin with someone that is really good at it and let him get on with what he's good at doing. So I like to look at what was working and I wanted to do more of that. I didn't necessarily want to add anything new in or change the way we worked. I just analysed what did work. We did more of that simply. And then we stopped doing some of the other stuff that didn't necessarily work. So my, one of my questions to you today is what's working for you and what's not working for you? What do you have to do less of and maybe do more of in the new year? So what was the outcome of doing this? We hit January with a massive flow of new instructions. We were visible everywhere. We had calls booked. We had valuations booked in. And we smashed all our competitors. So we always had really good stock to start with. And we made really good sales because of that. So our first quarter was always our strong quarter. So we went into the year with a fighting mindset excuse me, with a fighting mindset and a mindset that meant um, success throughout the year. And we built on that then success. So businesses often don't fail because um, they don't know what they're doing. It's because they don't plan for success. They're not actually looking at their business as a whole and going, where do I want to get to? What do I want to be doing in the next 12 months? And do you have a longer plan? Do you have an idea, a five-year plan? Is everything that you're doing now working towards that longer plan? So have you got a plan for success? The other thing a lot of businesses don't do is they don't monetize effectively. So they're not creating enough sales and they're not systemizing their potential growth. So it's a good time to reflect on how are you monetizing? When was the last time you put up your prices? When was the last time you look at your packages and your services? Can you revamp them? Can you make them better? You know, I'm in the middle of the moment revamping my done with you service for next year. Why? Because I've had great success this year and I want to make it even better next year yes some of my prices are going up so what are you doing to monetize effectively at the moment and what systems are you putting in place to support that growth so at the moment one of the things that we've been doing a lot in my business is looking at some of the systems that we needed um, so that we've got more systems in place so that we can take on a lot more clients next year so we're putting in that background work because we want to scale a lot more over the next 12 months and how you reverse engineering your engineering your outcome. So one of the things I hear a lot is I want to hit 100K. Brilliant. 
But when I sit down and work with people and I look at their offer and I look what they're doing, they're never going to hit the 100K. They just can't physically make that happen. So don't let this be you. Instead, let's get you totally focused and ready to win the year ahead. Use this time of the year to not only close in the last round of sales and, you know, make the most of people making um, sales at the moment and go into the Christmas sales and things like that. But more importantly, the work that you do now will create your success in the future. So again, I was at an event um, not long ago and we were talking about planning and I asked a lot of the business owners um, to tell me what they did to plan out their week. What were they doing to plan out their month? And these are the types of responses I got. I randomly make a list each week of what needs to get done. I use post-it notes to do some random planning. I just think about what needs to be done and I make a list and I do it. I have a plan for the year, but I never really take a look at it or review where we are. And obviously, the last one was I have a whiteboard, which is brilliant. Some of these are great activities, but they're not great activities if they're in a haphazard way, if they're not moving your business forward. So we like to work on 90-day increments. So we work on an annual plan, what's our annual goal for the year, and does that goal support our five-year plan where we want to go? And then we look at 90-day increments and we plan out 90 days so that the activities that we're doing move you towards your goal. So, for example, one of my big activities this year was around increased in, um, increased invisibility. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Increased visibility. So I wanted to get more visible. So everything I've done this year in my 90-day plan has been to massively increase that visibility. How have I done that? I wrote a book with some people. So we created a book. I did my first ever London event and got in front of 100 women. Um, so everything I've done this year is moving me closer to my visibility goal. I launched my podcast, which I wanted to launch, Iconic Wealth for Women, which you are now listening to because you're here. So every step I did in my 90 days has taken me further towards my visibility goal for the year. And that's because I want to play a bigger game next year and I want to impact more people. So I've been putting a lot of the foundations in over the last six months to really be able to grow that for next year. Um, and when I create an annual plan, there's um, a few things that I look at is do you have a very clear purpose? So are you really clear on the purpose and the impact that you want to make in your business? Do you have a mission that supports that purpose? So do you have a mission that says, um, you know, I want to impact a thousand service based business owners next year. I want them to scale and leverage online. Like, do you have a mission that works for you? And what are your values that you'll work for um, work by? So do you have values in place? in relation to how your team works, what you do, what you support. Um, and then once you've got those foundational plays, then I work on a sales figure for the year. So I look at my products, I look at what I'm selling, and I look at my target and what my goal is. And I map that out so I know how many of what I need to sell for my services. Um, so I've got a strong sales figure. Um, then I've got my four 90-day projects. So what are my four 90-day projects to move me forward next year? Um, and I've already started planning those ready for next year. And I'm already starting to think about where do I want to go next year? What do I want to do? And what's going to move me there the fastest? So then I plan one core 90 day project. So one of mine now coming up is to finish my own book because my own book's been sitting there for a little bit. And that's my next goal is to launch my own book and get that out to the public so I can use it for list building 
for next year. So that's actually this quarter's goal is to hand that over to the publisher. So what are your goals that move you towards your end result? So, for example, if you want to speak on more stages, do you need to target certain events to get on those stages for next year? And um, maybe you might need some um, training. So are you doing a maybe a TEDx style training um, program so you can learn how to um, position yourself better on the stage? So what are the activities that you need to get you to where you go? Do you need to build your list more so that you can impact more people like and then what activities do you need to do to make that happen and then you want to have a marketing goal so you want to think about your marketing activities what are your two to three core marketing activities that you're going to use to hit your goals. So one of mine is obviously my podcast now. We're really ramping up my podcast. We've got some incredible interviews lined up for next year. And we're going to be using that a lot more for list building. So we're going to be repurposing a lot more of the content. And um, we're going to be putting it onto my website, which is not at the moment. It's going on a new brand new YouTube channel. So what are you doing as a marketing activity? And ideally only two or three. So you don't want to be doing hundreds of different activities, workshops, next year are my thing I'm going to be doing lots more intimate workshops and ideally I'm going to do some of them live I'm going to do some online still but I'm going to do some of them live as well so workshops is going to be my only marketing strategy really for next year I, I like working with people I like speaking to people I like being out with people so what's your marketing activities that you're actually looking at doing for next year so I want you to really think about starting to get into the planning phase. I know it feels like it's a bit early because it's only October, but I really do want you to start to think about what am I reflecting on? What do I need to have in place? Where do I need to go to make the new year not only exceptional? I hear a lot of people struggling to get clients at the moment. Um, you know, so what activities are you doing? What are you doing differently? How are you thinking differently to change that up for next year already? Um, and um, I want you to think about your overall growth, your overall strength strategy around your business. So I like to talk about the um, analogy of scale, which is part of my new program I'm launching, um, all around helping you to grow your business. I'm getting into much more business coaching over the next year, because um, I realized a lot of women are not putting the um, the foundations in place for very strong business over a period of time. You know, they're kind of picking and choosing the things they want to do. They're not putting structures in place that help them move forward. So I want you to think about this analogy and that's called scale and it's about sales. So how are you honing in your sales system, your numbers and your focus to actually get the results that you truly desire? Lots of people shy away from numbers and I want you to embrace them um, because numbers and statistics help you get better results so for example if you have a simple funnel that runs that brings in leads and then it goes to a video and that video goes to calls booked what percentage are you converting and if you don't know the percentages how can you improve on your process so again start to look in more and we're going to hone in more this year around sales and numbers um, the second analogy is clarity. So for the C is clarity. If you don't have total clarity around your marketplace, your ideal client and your own marketing messages, you will go out with a confused offer. And the key for me is that um, I recently helped a client who thought that she had completely blown an offer. Um, she got on several calls with people that really had been pushing to work with her. She wanted to create something for her. She They weren't quite sure what she was going to offer. And she got on these various calls with these people. 
with a potential clients and didn't make any sales at all. She just basically got lots of information, but got quite confused and actually got into a bit of overwhelm and thought she'd blown the calls. So she came to me for a strategy session. We did a strategy session. We got very clear on who she wanted to serve, why she wanted to serve them, how she was going to serve them and what the actual offer was. And as soon as she had that clarity, I then talked to her about how to go back and make those calls again, how to make them feel really valued, really important when she approached them on the phone. And she did. And she closed 15,000 in less than two weeks. So, you know, clarity breeds success. Um, and if you're confused or you have any confusion around what you're offering, what you're selling or who you're selling to, um, you'll struggle to make sales, especially in this marketplace. Everything is tightening up. So you need to really tighten up on your message. Um, the third one is automation. So the A is for automation. So have you got some systems in place that help you grow your business? Now, that could be simple as a lead magnet that brings in some, some people onto your list doesn't have to be confusing. It doesn't have to be a 20-page funnel. doesn't have to have upsells, downsells, cross-sells, you know, everything that you see. But it's good to have at least some basic things. So some things that bring people onto your list is very, very important. So do you have some systems and funnels that actually work for you? That could also be a direct message funnel. It could be an outreach funnel. But it's more about the process. Do you have some sort of process that reaches people while you're not potentially there? And then that brings me on to the fourth one is around leverage. So how can you grow your team? Are you building out your networks? Are you developing partnerships? What sort of leverage do you have in your business to scale your business for next year? Um, and then the final one is continued exposure. So it's E for exposure. And that's around creating collaborations. It's around affiliate partners. It could be a potentially media exposure. How are you gaining more exposure for your business, your brand and your proposition so that you're attracting in the right quality clients? And again, this is not about having mass numbers. This is not about having a huge audience. It's about having a very specific and very targeted audience. And I can guarantee over the next 12 months that is going to create more success in your business than anything else. There are a lot of people pulling back on spending money on courses, programs, all that sort of thing. A lot of people have been burnt over the last couple of years where they've invested money and not got returns. They are going to be looking for specialists over the next year for sure. So it's going to be really, really important that you know that your speciality is, you know how you can really serve someone the results you can get and really own that because that is what's going to keep you in clients for the next 12 months for sure. There is a massive shift in the online space going through at the moment. So hopefully that's helped you starting to get you thinking about your planning session. Um, and like I said, I'm going to be running a planning session. I always do a planning session each year um, I'm just confirming the date at the moment but it's going to be end of November early December because I like to plan this side of Christmas so I want you to keep an eye out for that link um, if you haven't joined already and hopefully if you're watching this podcast or listening to it do ask me any questions where you, wherever you see this ask me some questions connect with me um, but I really want you to start to think about your planning and how are you planning for success? When we tripled the real estate business and we took it from one branch to three branches, we had to plan these systems in place. We had to have a process. But more importantly, we had to know what worked for us and what didn't work. And that's so crucial in your business and your business alone. There is no cookie cutter approach. Every strategy out there works. 
And by the way, if strategy is not working, it's either not working for you because it's not the right strategy for you or it's a mindset issue and you've got a block that's holding you back potentially. So I really want you to start to use this period of time to reflect, to really kind of pull in a little bit in relation to um, looking at what you've done over the last 12 months, what's worked, what hasn't worked, what do you need to do more of, what are you avoiding that you know you need to do as well. So, And sometimes that is that you need to do it, other times it's you need to outsource it. So what's the thing that you're avoiding that's holding you back? Uh, hopefully that's helped. Um, please do give some comments and some love on the podcast on the podcast please do give us a review it'd be fabulous to get some more reviews on the podcast click the link don't forget to subscribe so that you see these coming up um, you know with the podcast we love to do a mix of these intimate ones with me um, also some incredible interviews we've got some amazing interviews lined up over the next few months um, where we're really starting to branch out our some of our interviews around the globe um, and I can't wait to share them with you. So make sure you hit subscribe. Send us some love. Give us a give us a review. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And like I said, please do connect with me. Some links around this podcast. Um, connect up with us. And hopefully we can help you make the next 12 months your highest ever. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Iconic Wealth for Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast listening providers. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review. And don't forget to grab any downloads below.